have a mother, and you only have a father. You've never seen your mom, and I've never seen my dad. You have one old picture of your mom, and I have one old picture of my dad. But at least yours is probably a whole picture. Mine's a pathetic little thing all crinkled and ripped right down the middle, and... What are you rummaging in your trunk for? This. It's a picture of my mom, and it's ripped too. Right down the middle. Right down the middle. That is the amazing scene in a 1998 version of Parent Trap, where two girls are at Camp Walden and are about to make an amazing connection. This is Stacy Julian with episode 136 of Exactly Enough Time. podcast is about being present. It is also about playful creativity and other things like curiosity and connection. I am Stacy Julian, life enthusiast and storyteller. I love to interview interesting people with expertise and solutions. Together, we talk about what they do and why they do it. Listen up. I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story because you have exactly enough time. Okay, guess who just recently saw the 1998 version of Parent Trap? (gasps) Me! I did! That was such a cute show. Just imagine meeting someone, well, in this case, your twin sister, but imagine meeting someone who is going to make just a huge difference in your life moving forward. Someone who you are going to learn from and and grow with. And that's what I think my guest today um, will be for me and anyone else who wants to learn more from her. My friend, Marla Beach. You guys, I've known Marla for many years. Um, only I didn't know. She's going to tell you how I didn't know that I knew her. She took an early version of my Photo Freedom class, Library of Memories, back in 2007. And then we've just recently reconnected in a, in a couple of different ways. But I am loving um, learning from Marla and, and seeing what she is doing in the world, the goodness that she is creating. She is a self-connection coach. And she actually teaches a class that is called Camp Connection. How cool is that? And she's on my show today so that we together can learn more about her and the principles and solutions that she provides. So I'm going to cut right to my conversation with Marla, and then I'll catch up with you at the end. Marla Beach, I am so excited to have you on my podcast. Hello. Hi. I'm excited (laughs) to be here. So listen, I found out just recently that years ago, like 2007 years ago, you actually took, um, I think we called it Library of Memories back then at Big Picture Classes. And that was so fun for me to learn that because in my mind, we were newer friends because um, we had connected over Instagram and we'd been messaging each other off and on and you were leaving super nice comments on posts. And I just thought, who is this girl? I need to get to know her. 
And I remember, you know, digging around a little bit and learning about you and traveler's notebooks and things called hunky dory, ending in dory. So anyway, I am so excited. I want you to just, I'm going to try and be quiet, which is hard for me to do. But would you please introduce yourself to my listeners? Well, yes, I am a 2007 stalker. <laughs> no, it's not a stalker. It's a friend. I just didn't realize yes, it. I was friends with you long before we were friends with each other. Let's put it that way. Okay. But because I've been a longtime scrapbooker and memory keeper, and I just, I love all of those types of things. But the way that we've met recently is that I, I do own a company called Hunky Dory, where I make traveler's notebooks, and I also teach classes for the important things that those traveler's notebooks hold. Yes. But I'm also a, a wife to a man that I absolutely adore. We've been married for 27 years, but he waited for me while I went on a mission. So we've actually been together for closer to 29, almost 30 years. We have four pretty much grown-up children. I'm in that stage of life that I never thought I'd get to where... Most right. of my kids have left. My oldest just got married to a really great girl this year. And I have two daughters in the middle that are doing wonderful things out in the world. And then my youngest son is a senior in high school. So like I said, I'm here in a stage of life I never thought I'd be in. And I'm living a life that I really love. So mostly awesome. I'm a lover of connection. I want every woman to feel the excitement that possibilities bring that we, when we connect to who we uniquely are, mm -hmm. because we all have different gifts and talents. And when we connect to who we are, then we can show up for the people we love the most, the best, because we're uh. our true authentic self. Yep. It's so true. Wow. Okay. We could just stop right there. That was awesome. <laughs> we are going to stop right there. Um, and I, I love how, how you said I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I never thought I would be. And I relate to that. And I have a feeling people listening relate to that because we just think someday I'll be old. And all of a sudden, then you wake up and you're like, wait, is that happening? Because I don't feel old inside. Wait, where are my children? Why are they not here? <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It is such a unique time, isn't it? And yet, and yet it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful too, but it does give you a moment to, to step back and do some introspection and think about right where you've been and, and where you want to go next. And so yeah. I, I just see you doing really amazing things. Um, I, I get emails from you and I just watch what you're posting. You have a podcast called Overburdened No More. So I'll link to all the things that I know you're doing in the show notes for today. Um, but before we get to this, this message that I think you have to share that I want you to share, I just have to back up one more time <laughs> because I am just curious personally, okay? And I think that... I I don't want to say the word behind, but I don't think I, I missed the Traveler's Notebook boat. I don't <laughs> understand when they showed up and what exactly they are and what they do. And then, so I want you to talk about that just for a minute, because I know there's people that are curious. And then um, you like are an amazing seamstress. You have to be, right? Because when you say you make Traveler's Notebooks, no, you like so. So just tell me about that. How did you get into that? And Tell me about the gifts and the talents that you use to produce what you produce. Well, I have been a professional seamstress for about 30 years, mostly in alterations and custom sewing. Oh. And then, but among all that time, I've always been a planner. 
I love everything that has to do with notebooks and pens and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So at one point I just wanted to simplify what I was carrying in my purse because it was just too much stuff. And so I started learning about these traveler's notebooks and they're basically, if you want to just visualize, it's like a rectangle of uh, fabric that has a stabilizer in the middle of it. It lays flat and then Mm. it has elastics in the middle. So when you, you, put notebooks and your planner or your wallet things and but they didn't have things that could turn it into a wallet and since I had the background of sewing I designed my own that had um compartments that could hold all the stuff that my wallets could so I'd made it so I wasn't carrying a planner and a notebook and my wallet all in one thing I just put it all inside a traveler's notebook got it and I just started sharing them with people I and started selling them on Etsy and that's how I got into that is that I wasn't really wanting to start one more thing because I love doing all the creative things that there are. And so yeah. I was like, I'm not going to get into that, but I couldn't help myself. And so yeah. now I've been making traveler's notebooks for seven. I just celebrated my seventh year of doing that. And it's a lot of fun. And and it's so popular. Your products are so, you have to like open your shop and close your shop. because like, I'm, I'm assuming to try and keep up with the demand. So, and they're just beautiful. They're just beautiful fabrics. That makes so much sense that you're, that you have this background in as a, what did you, a professional seamstress. That's so fascinating. I love it. Yeah. It's been so a great cool. skill to have. It saved yeah. my family a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> been able to support us in a lot of things. So I've been really grateful for that skill that I have and, learn skill that I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then let's transition now to, I love the way you said it. Let me see if I can repeat it. You created this uh, tool basically to carry your most important things around with you so that you didn't have to have, you know, them separate. The traveler's notebook brought them all together. So, and I think that that has led you in some way to create then a community kind of around these most important things we want to carry with us, right? This, you've become a guide for, I'm, I'm assuming people who've loved your products for years, but you're also gathering people around a really awesome message. And that's what I want you to share with me today. And you have a concept that I think is super cool because I'm such a visual person. You, um, you teach about a first aid kit, I think. So I, I want you to just take over and tell me what is this other thing you're doing? You've got products that you sh- that you sell, you know, often off and on, but then you've got this new focus, I think, where you're putting more of your energy and time. Tell me what that is, and then let's talk about this first aid kit and, and what it does and what goes in it. Yeah, well, what I found was that I, I loved these traveler's notebooks that I was making, and it did hold all the things that were most important to me. And as I was putting those things in, and... I don't want to go into a huge long backstory about this, but it is on my podcast if anybody's interested, is that I did go through a period of depression where, I mean, like a deep depression, whereas yeah. now kind of in and out and I can manage it. But the while I was coming out of that period of depression, I found that there were these different systems that I used that I was learning about and I would tweak and try it out and do different things to make it work for me that helped me that when I was in a good place, it helped me to stay in that place longer and to believe Mm. that I wasn't going to slip back into depression and as deeply 
And those are the systems that I carry with me. And I, and they're all systems of connection. It's ways that we connect to our time, which is how we prioritize our life and the things we choose to do. And then we connect to our life because the way, if we've chosen how, what our priorities are, then we want to live our life according to those priorities and not Mm -hmm. put everyone else's priorities ahead of our own. But I also found there was this magic thing in that too, is that a lot of the things I was doing, I thought I was doing for everybody else. They were actually things that I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. that was a whole process too. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I learned is that I needed to connect with myself. I needed to know what I believed in. I needed to know who I was, like who I really was, mm-hmm. not who I was trying to be. And those are the systems of connection that I started teaching. And so I have a planner that keeps my priorities in line. I have a little memory book where I write down little memories of things that I never want to forget that mm-hmm. somehow we always do. And then um, I journal, which is what it's not keeping a journal where I write, you know, the specific things that I do every day. It's where I put my thoughts. It's where I work through problems that I have. It's where mm-hmm. I have connected with myself in a way that, I never did before where I know what I think. And if I don't know what I think, I ask myself questions and I work through and I found that I, I, the more I'm there for myself, the stronger I am for others. So those are the things that I carry in my travel. So I want to say, sorry, I want to say it again. So you talk about systems of connection. I like that. So time, life, and then self, is that the last one? Yeah, self, mind, life, and self. And so they're kind of like buckets of um, almost attention or what? how would you describe those three? Um, like, how do you think about those three things like in, a, in any given day? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Well, I have my list of priorities I and I live according in that way. Yeah. So if I understand your question, it's that those systems help me to stay grounded into who I am and what I want to do and what is most important. And sometimes people might think that's kind that sounds selfish, but I don't believe that it is because I take time in the morning every day to connect. And that's what I'm going to share with you on the first aid kit is that Mm. that I connect with how I want to spend my time, how I want to live my life and how I've, who I want to be so that I, take myself from that time and then I go out into the world, into my world, and I bec- and I take my best self to be with my people yes. and my business. Family number one, of course. And then and then my business and the people that I get to interact with in my business. I love that's that. How it, that's how it works with me for yes. me every day. I love it. That that's what I was just I'm like, just clarify that again, because that was really good. How I want to spend my time, how I want to live my life, and who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? Um, yeah. I really like that. Okay, let's dive into this first aid kit and tell me where you teach these things because I want to make sure that people as they're listening are going, wait, 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 how do I learn more? So maybe start with how where is this happening that you're teaching these principles? And then and then let's dive into this specific toolkit that's the first aid kit. Well, first I'll say that I've been teaching them in lots of different ways and trying to find the best way to do it. So I'm kind of in a little period of transition, Awesome. but (laughs) right now I am compiling them all in one place, one platform that you can get them anytime that it works for you. And the first one is this camp connection, 
where and so that'll it's all on my website or will be very very soon okay but it is i've taught them as live lessons i've taught them as individual lessons i teach the time life and self connection through individual coaching i love doing that so i do have women that i work one on one with okay. teaching them but the basis of it, the very basis, and I've taught this for a couple of years, and I call it Camp Connection, where I teach this first aid kit. And the first aid kit, I do have to say that I felt like these systems were a gift. Now, I worked really hard to, to teach them to myself, but they came together in the wording that I use, I believe, because my Heavenly Father wanted them taught in this yeah. way. Yeah, you were guided. I love it. I, I really do feel like I was guided to compile them in this way. And so I I love teaching them. Anyway, the, the first aid kit, I love to visualize this first aid kit at camp because it has the tools that you need, right, to survive when you're out. In, well, we need a first aid kit anyway, but when you're out camping, you need it a little bit more. Yeah, no, life is wild. We need a first aid kit. I'm all, I'm yes. all in on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, this first aid kit, the first supply that I talk about is the compass. It's our guide, and it has three different parts in it. The first part is what I just talked about, that taking care of myself. I call it self-care to service. Mm. And what I do is I, self-care is when we take care of our own basic needs and some of the things that we want, mm -hmm. and the purpose of that is to strengthen ourselves so that we're there to help the other people in our life. Mm. So I consider what I need that day. I'll sit down and I'll think about what do I need to do today? Mm -hmm. What's the most important thing that I can do that can take care of me so that I'm stronger and feel more able? Sometimes that's a kick in the pants. You need to get going. You need to do more. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, sometimes it's a two o'clock nap, right? Sometimes you can take a nap. Yeah. Tell me that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, in my camp, that's the instruct. That's one of the um examples that I give is that one yeah. day I just needed a nap and yeah. I didn't never take naps, but it came to me that I needed to take a nap if I was going to be going to yeah. be who I wanted to be. Love it. So it's different every day. We just have to tune into what we need. And then, and I, I also believe this too, is that women are not used to being able to answer the question, what do you want? Yeah. Because we put everybody else's needs first because we want to take care of other people. It's so mm -hmm. important that we do. It's a natural thing to nurture other people, but mm -hmm. we need to use that gift to nurture ourselves too. Mm. So, so that's the first part. All right. My second part of the compass is what I call my spiritual practice. Okay. It's something very important to connect to something higher and outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's my Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And so I spend time in prayer and scripture study every morning, very first thing, no matter how early I have to get up to do it, to make yeah. sure that, that that spiritual connection is the first thing that happens. And then the third part of the, that compass is called affirmations, daily affirmations. When you talk to yourself like you would a best friend hmm. and making that a habit through repetition. You have to start paying attention to how you talk to yourself. And so that's one of those are the three parts of the compass, which are the first thing that goes in the first aid kit. Wow. And so that, I mean, that the, all three of those are so important and I can see how they, they become the guide for the day, just like a compass points you in the right direction, right? Well, exactly. 
and I'm sure it's different every day. I think one thing you said that really jumped out at me is it's different every day. Like, like what you want and need is different from day to day. Um, and it seems to me like then that spiritual practice of connecting to something higher. Um, I think that almost can, that can be the thing that's maybe constant or most constant. I don't know. Yes. And I'm just thinking maybe that's just me thinking that, you know, um, and then the, that, depending on what you need in a given day, if you'll connect to that higher power through prayer or reading or whatever it is, journaling, then, then I think you have a greater ability to practice that self-talk that is so critical to our success. Because I think for me, that's the hardest thing ongoing is that I do, I fall back into this loop and I'm like, I would never say that to someone I cared about. <laughs> Why am I saying that to myself? So I just love that you've got those all, you know, they're part of the compass and that they're in the order that they are. So I just wanted to comment yeah. on that. Cool. It, no, exactly. All those things are exactly why they're done the way they are. And they, it's also why um, having a traveler's notebook is important because to me anyway, is because nobody does things exactly the same. Right. And when somebody writes out a planner, it's how they want to do it. Mm-hmm. In a traveler's notebook, you can put things in and out how you want to do them. Yeah. And so I think that kind of led how I do these things too, is that it has to be unique to you. Yeah. But there's also guiding principles. And then you add your own take in there to make them work for you. I love it. Okay. So what's the next thing in my first aid kit? I've got a compass. Okay. The next thing you need to put in is a, a little set of binoculars. Ah. Because binoculars help us to look forward. This is a really important part of my morning routine is that I set my intentions for the day. I don't write out, okay, I do have to-do lists. I'm not saying that I don't have to-do lists, but that's Wait. not what this section is about. Okay. It's when you look forward, you decide ahead of time how you want to show up for the different events in your life. Mm. Like how do you want to feel and how do you want others to feel when you're with them? And this doesn't, it's not that you're writing out every single thing you're going to do, but you are going to write out the things that are most important of what you're going to do that day. If you have a meeting with somebody, if you have a lunch with someone that you're concerned about, or, you know, just those most important things that are happening, I'm going to take my binoculars and look forward and decide ahead of time, you know, who do I want to be for the person that I'm showing up for? Or if it's something for myself, how do I want to show up for myself? How do I want to feel during that activity? You know, like, I love that. Even how do I want to feel when my husband walks through the door at the end of the day? How do I want to feel when I pick up my daughter from school? I think that's amazing. You're creating ahead of time what you're, you're deciding ahead of time, what you'll create in a moment that's, that hasn't happened. That's amazing. I love it. Exactly. And it has changed so many things for me. Like, this morning when I was thinking about talking to you, I, you know, I could have been really nervous, but the, when I looked forward, I knew that the way I wanted to feel is that I wanted to feel like I was connecting to the people that listen to your podcast and somehow in some way help them to feel that they're not alone and that there's ways that they can make connections and have more control in the way that their lives go, that it's not just whatever happens, you know? So Mm -hmm. by looking forward and thinking about that, it took away the, you know, some of the anxiety that I may have felt. I just knew that that's how Mm -hmm. I wanted and how I wanted to feel and how I wanted somebody else to feel. It gets me out of my own head is Mm. what it does. It is. It's super empowering. That's the word I think. 
You're creating right, the so, experience. Okay, what's next? Cool. Yeah, the third is a magnifying glass. It's when you look backwards. It's the things that I don't want to forget. So oh. when I look about that, it's like when we look forward, we're seeing possibility. But when we look backward, we want to bring awareness to what we've done. And that's why the magnifying glass works mm. is because it makes it look, it makes it bigger. What do I not want to forget? Mm. Now, I can't remember everything that happened during my day. That's impossible, but I can choose the little things that I don't want to forget. And so I write those down. Yeah. Um, when you take time to write down at least one thing that happens during your day, how you felt, what you learned, what you would do differently, it oh. changes a lot of things. It makes it seem like maybe if you made a little mistake, it's not that big of a deal because you kind of put it in perspective. Yeah. Or if you're going to be doing it again later, what would I do differently? So all of it just brings awareness when we take our magnifying glass and we look back on our day. Huh. So cool. I love it. Okay. I, my my I grandma carried a... Too. What's that? Sorry. No, you go ahead. Oh, I mean, I just love... I love a magnifying glass. My grandma... I have memories of my grandma who carried a magnifying glass. She didn't have great eyesight. But anyway, it's just making me think. I love it. I don't know that I would have anticipated that in a first aid kit, but it makes so much sense that the binoculars look forward. And then before you wrap up your day, you're like, okay, what do I want to look back on and hang on to? I just... Cool. What's next? Yeah. Love okay, it so, much. so the last thing is and is a field notebook. And of Ooh. course, you have, to have a nice pen with that. So it's important <laughs> to have a little field notebook in your first aid kit. And it's the purpose of that is that you have a place to write what you're grateful for. Mm. It's a place to write, um, you know, you've heard of a gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. it, when you are consistently and more focused on gratitude, your life just feels happier. Mm -hmm. And when you put your focus on the things that you're grateful for and looking for specific things throughout your day, it helps you to actually attract more of that when you are looking for it. And that's and not that's not just wishful thinking or like, doesn't this sound great? This is positive psychology that's been proved out again and again and again. This this stop and write down what, you know, the good things that happen, the things you're grateful for. I just love it anyway. It is. And I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> but no, I did. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. Because I told you at the beginning that when I was coming out of that depression, I yeah. was studying and trying to figure out how I could feel better, what I could do. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, all of these things have, I, I mean, I'm not a scientist and I can't quote scientists or any of a lot of that stuff, but I studied a lot of what they do and what they've yeah. learned. And when I was just trying these things and I noticed that they made me feel better. And the more and more I've learned about it, mm -hmm. there is scientific backing from pretty much everything that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I am just kind of giving you a quick overview in the class that I teach. I teach a lot more in depth about them, mm. but I do know that gratitude, especially when mm -hmm. I focus on it, I just find more and more things to be grateful for. And it puts me in the exact state that I want to be in. And it, mm. it just feels better. Yeah. So I, okay, so I'm just going to say them again. In my first aid kit that I can learn more about when I take your class, it's called Camp Connection. Um, yeah. I'm going to have a compass, which is my personal self-care, taking care of my own needs, meeting my own needs and wants so that I can then 
do the outreach thing that we do so well. It's a Mm -hmm. spiritual practice where I connect to something higher than myself. And it's this ability, this practice of talking to myself in positive ways. That's my guiding compass. Then a pair of binoculars helps me look forward and decide ahead of time how I will show up or what feelings um, I will create with people and in certain situations, which I think is so, again, empowering. And then a magnifying glass allows me to look back at the end of the day and decide what what conversations or episodes or thoughts or things that I learned I really want to keep. Um, And then my field notebook is where I'm actually recording, practicing the gratitude, writing those things down and making them permanent. Did I I say that right? That's my first aid kit. I love it. I have to tell you that one day I was out running and I was thinking about this. Yeah. And like I told you, these thoughts come to my head that I know are not for me. And I visualized this planner, this page in a notebook that had all of these um, first aid kit supplies set out in a planner form, like on a notebook page. Yeah. And so I created one of those and that's how I keep track of if I've done, I do all the different steps every day is I have this, I call it a planner, but it's not really a planner, but it's my, I call it my connection. My connection notebook is what I call it. My connection planner. Yeah. And I would love to just give that to your um, listeners today. I have a, that planner that I created that they can download and just print it off for free that I, I use it every single day. That's awesome. For sure. I will need to be accountable. Yeah, give me the give me the details and we'll link it in the show notes. That's incredibly generous. Yeah, I love it's it so much. Just at hunkydory.com with the forward slash and I just named it Stacy to make it easy <gasps> to remember. <laughs> well, that's very easy for me to remember. <laughs> that's so fun. Oh, Marla. Yeah. What t- I want you to just before I let you go, I have one final question to ask for sure, but before I let you go and and I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> You talked about having, and I think, I honestly think most people go through some period of depression. I did as well. Um, and certainly there are a multitude of tools, right? And that, that help. But I, tell me what difference you think this would make to someone who maybe is in that place right now. Um, what difference would this first aid kit have meant to you if you had had it, um, you know, maybe? you know, in those darkest hours. Yeah. And then, and then I just want to say before you explain next, I'm gonna let you explain it. But then um, I think it's amazing that, that you were able out of that, de- that depression, that darkness, you were able to, to, and this is how life works, right? But you were able to, now you're sharing these tools, you were able to create what you needed, and now you're making it available to others. So just tell me in a personal story or personal experience, what difference would this have made for you during that hard time? Well, first I have to say that I was not even able to want to learn or do any mm. of this stuff when I was in the actual depression. Okay. That was a whole other story of just lots of tender mercies of where I was able to get the medical help that I needed and to yeah. get on the medication that I needed. And it was only as I was coming out of it and I wasn't even all the way out of it where I call it kind of like a fog is yeah. where I was at Yep. now it, where I started learning all these types of things. And, and, and then it came together over a period of years. Yeah. And I would say 10, you know, 10 years of 
learning and trying new things that it, this came to be. So what would it have meant to me that once I'd gotten into the fog, which is the good, better part than being in the dark, right? Right, right. The fog, if I would have had this then, I can honestly say that I wouldn't have been hurting and searching for so long. Yeah. And that's why it feels so powerful to me because to to have had more time with my children in a better state when mm. they were young you know, I'm, I would never go back I would never change anything because I know that everything happens for a reason right but if I could have sped it up a little bit maybe that would have you know created deeper connections or different connections I don't know like I said yeah. I don't want to say that I would change anything but I do know that it would have helped me to get to where I wanted to be faster. Yeah. And so that's why I want to share it more is that I want more people to have access to things. And if it would work for them, then I want to share it because yeah. I want people to, to get to where they are supposed to be faster. Yeah. And that's their, their story. I, it, that's not my story, obviously, because that's not how it happened for me. So I still have dips of depression. Yeah. And because of these systems, I don't stay <gasps> yeah. in that dip as long. And when it happens, I know it's not going to last, which is different than what it was when I was actually in the depression. It felt mm. like it was never going to end. So that's wow. the difference. That's the difference. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for just, yeah, for acting on, you know, inspiration that guided you to create something that can be so helpful to other people. I think that's so commendable. I have loved having you on my podcast. Thank you. I, I ask guests um, the same question at the end of every episode. You might be familiar with this question, but I would like you, Marla, to answer the question. I have exactly enough time for or to and fill in the blank. Well, I did know you were going to ask because I listened to the <laughs> podcast, but I know that I have exactly enough time to live according to my priorities. Uh, I have exactly enough time to love my family whenever they need me yeah. in all the different ways that they need me. Because when they're in this time of life, it's all over the board. I thought it was a lot when they were little, but when yeah. they're older, it's just not at set times anymore. So I right. know that I have exactly enough time to take care of them, however mm. they need me. And I also know I have exactly enough time to take care of my needs so that I am better prepared to love other people better. There's always time for that. And when mm. I put it first, when I put my priorities first, then I can, I make room for so much more. Mm. Marla, thank you so much. I want to thank you personally for, for coming on and for, I have just had really important thoughts that I need to have while you've been talking and teaching today. And I'm so grateful for that. I just love how, um, how God brings people together at different times and in different ways. And, and those, and that connection, right. That sharing just leaves people stronger. So that's what you've been for me today as a guest on my podcast. And I'm so grateful for that. So thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you, Stacy. I believe all those same things. <laughs> Don't you just love her already? And how amazing is the idea of a first aid kit where we have 
this, you know, this metaphor of, of a compass and binoculars and a magnifying glass and field notes. I just think it's spectacular. And it's so, um, it's so needed, right? Uh, just these ideas that we can implement that will help us take care of ourselves better so that we can show up um, ready to serve and to do good and amazing things in the world and to connect, better connect to the people that we love. Okay, you guys, go to the show notes at stacyjulian.com and learn more about Marla Beach. Take advantage of the, the free offer that she talked about and let me hear from you. I love to hear from my listeners. You guys, you can leave a comment over on the show notes post at stacyjulian.com. You can send me a speak pipe message. I love it when you rate and review this podcast on iTunes. I have a recent review that I want to read to you. This is from Yo Danyo, and it reads, What a fun and inspiring podcast. I listened to Colette Hokinson's inspiring story. Stacy is a master at asking the right questions to draw out the very spirit of a story. What a great podcast. <gasps> Seriously, thank you so much, O'Daniel, for taking the time to share that with me. You guys, you can always come and spend more time with me in an amazing membership that is called Live Your Story. You can learn all about that at liveyourstory.us or us. Thank you for listening. I will be back very soon with another episode of Exactly Enough Time.